Welcome to the Growth Gyms Podcast, where we believe that growth is a journey, not a destination. This podcast is designed to empower you with the necessary tools to unlock your full potential and develop yourself, both personally and professionally. We provide insightful conversations and share inspiring stories that will help you grow emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and socially. Our goal is to create a community of like-minded individuals who are on a journey of self-improvement and help you live a more fulfilling life. We aim to equip you with resources, strategies, and growth gems that you can apply in your daily life to achieve your goals and reach your full potential. So, get ready to embark on a journey of transformation and join us in discovering the power of growth. Welcome to the Growth Gym Podcast. I am your host, Chris Briggs. It is such an honor to have you with us today. Thank you for gracing me with your presence on this episode. And if you haven't, please hit that subscribe button for me. Share this with your family and friends. I don't want you to miss out on any of the great episodes we have planned. And I thank you for joining me on this growth journey for another episode in another week. Y'all, this episode, I know you read the title of this episode, Outside the Four Walls. In today's episode, we are going to be discussing ways to strengthen and maintain a healthy relationship beyond physical intimacy. I want to help us to build better relationships outside of the bedroom. How can I have a better relationship? We are growing So we want to grow our lives outside of the bedroom. After we done got through having intercourse, we done got through messing up the bed. After we done got through you telling me you want me to get you pregnant and you want to have my baby. And y'all know y'all know what it is. And you were just talking now. Now you got to go to Walmart, Walgreens and get a plan B. Come on, man. Let's just be real. Come on. Let's let's be honest. After all that's done. After you done cuddled and 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 held, or or it may whatever whatever however you do it, how was your relationship? Because many people struggle maintaining healthy relationships outside of the bedroom. And let me say this: there are many individuals who use the bedroom to measure the health of their relationship. So you're basing a moment that you are having intercourse with the individual. You're having a time of intimacy with that person. You base your relationship off of that. And you cannot base your relationship off of a moment. Because in that moment, emotions are on the rise. Feelings are taking place. And this is taking place. But we can... We can get along in the bedroom, but what happens when we step out those four walls? Are we are we building a healthy relationship that we are being an example to our children, our grandchildren, or whoever, or to the community? Are we building healthy relationships? And so I want to look at five essential skills that's going to help you have a long-lasting relationship. I ain't got long today on this episode, so I want to jump. go ahead and jump in it because I got some things I want to say. And um, I want you to get your pen, paper, get your journal, 
and um, your notes, whatever, and let's look into these, all right? The first one, the first essential skill of having a healthy relationship outside the four walls is communication. Communication. We must build a healthy community where we can talk. Ain't it strange that you can talk to me in the bedroom, but you can't talk to me outside the bedroom. You can tell me you love me, how much you want to be with me, you want to spend the rest of your life with me. But when we step out those four walls, we are barely speaking to each other. We are treating each other like roommates, hiding by. But if you're going to have a long-lasting relationship, you must understand the, the, the essence of communication. That you have to have time where you listen to each other. That a person, your spouse, your mate can express themselves freely. Sisters, hear me. I love y'all. But not all the time does he want to hear what you're saying at that moment. I got I just I want to talk now and it may not be the right time. I'm going to say what I got to say. I'm going to get it off my chest. And yeah, you have that right to get it off your chest and, and say what you need to say. But timing may be the wrong thing. And that may be why you're getting the response that you're getting from him because you are choosing the wrong time. And then also, sisters, I love y'all. You know, you know your boy love you. But not all the time do he wants to hear what he has said to you in a vulnerable moment. You get angry, get mad, and you throw back in his face what he has shared with you. If I can't talk to my spouse, if I can't talk to who my the woman or the man I love, who can I talk to? And we wonder why you step out in relationships. And we wonder why I can't be faithful is because I can't communicate and talk to my spouse. Now, let me pause here and say this. You're saying to yourself, who gives what gives you the latitude to share these things with us? Well, I have some experience. I've been divorced. I've been married. Um. And I've been with my wife now 10 years. We've been together 10, and we've been married going on March uh, 18th would be nine years we've been married. And I'm talking out of experience. And I got married at a young age. Um, and and I'm this may be a part two of this episode, y'all. I Because there's so much I want to share with y'all. Um, but... I'm talking out of experience. Communication is the key. Brothers, I'm here to help you. Let her get it out. Let her get it out. Just don't hear her, but listen to her. Just don't hear her, but listen. Listen. You got to have, a, you got to foster a a communication that is understanding, connecting, and it's the really the foundation of any strong relationship is that we can talk to each other. 
I can be vulnerable. I can share my my desires, but then also I can share my my needs. See, <laughs> you step out of your relationship because you never shared the need. Baby, I need more attention. I need more of this. I need more need more of that. And a lot of times, but what about what about and I hear somebody, I hear you, I hear you saying, well, what if I have expressed the need and the need is not being met? It still doesn't give you the latitude to step out of your relationship. Okay? You gotta keep communicating it. You got to find a way to communicate it that is understanding that that you that the person that you're with can understand what you're saying. I I'll never forget my wife um she does the cranial prosthetics and it deals with hair. I don't know nothing about that. I don't I don't <laughs> Honestly, I can't I don't care nothing really about that. But because she has taken interest in it, she communicates it with me the excitement. And a lot of times we kill in the relationship, we kill each other dreams because we refuse to um educate ourselves on the things that our spouse have taken interest in. So you got to learn how to communicate and listen that you that you you express your desires and and also the needs that needs to be met but also in conflict you got to learn how to talk it out talk it out brothers sisters you can't always shut it down that 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 was a big thing of mine that I do, I did, and I still find myself doing it in moments, shutting it down. When I want to talk about it, hey, we done. We done with this. And shutting it down doesn't resolve it. It doesn't resolve it because I decide to shut it down and just be done with it. I still got to face it. I still got to handle it. And we got to mature and get to a place where we can talk about it and we can sit down and express ourselves freely and there is no judgment. Just uh this past week my wife and I we dealt we talked about um uh, an issue that occurred in our marriage 4 years ago. And in talking about it it really highlighted and showed some things that it showed it showed our immaturity in that moment and we look back on it and we can talk about it. We don't get mad. We ain't angry. You know, it, no, we talk about it to reflect so we do not fall into that immature state again in our relationship. So we got to have communication. You got to know how to talk to each other. We got to know how to express ourselves freely without no judgment, without you, um, you know, cussing each other out. Because you can call me baby and boo in the bed, but you calling me every <laughs> outside the bedroom. It's a problem with that. You got to have healthy communication. Healthy uh, communication. Healthy uh, 
healthy communication that I'm talking to my spouse and I don't talk to my spouse like she's my daughter and I don't talk to my I don't talk to my spouse like he's my son but I respect them and I talk to them as they are grown and, and we are equal you can't raise <laughs> you can't raise her you can't raise him sister he's he's already he has a mother she has a father they they have already been raised. So you you respect them through communication. All right? Number two, you got to cultivate the second uh, essential skill. You got to cultivate emotional intimacy. Emotional intimacy. That's why many people are judging the health of their relationship based in the bedroom because they're looking at physical intimacy and trying to connect physical intimacy with emotional intimacy. But emotional intimacy has nothing to do with the bedroom. Emotional intimacy goes beyond physical attraction. It involves me sharing my feelings and thoughts and and my vulnerabilities with one another, that I can be vulnerable with my spouse. I can be vulnerable with whoever I'm with. Because if I can't be vulnerable with nobody else, I ought to be vulnerable, be able to open up to the person I find myself being with. It's it's being deeply emotionally connected by being supportive in challenging times and, and prioritizing quality time together. Building emotional intimacy fosters a sense of closeness and strengthens the bond of between the partners, between you and your partner. You got to have emotional intimacy. You got to cultivate it. That I care about my wife or I care about my husband. I care about my girl, my, my man, whoever. I, I give you this for an example. Life happens. My wife's father passed in July 1st, in July. Yeah, I want to say July 1st. And that was in the year 2022. No, 2021. Um, 2021. The next year, my father passed in July the 26th. So me and my wife are going through the same thing a year later. Think about the toll that it put on us emotionally in our home. Because my wife is dealing with the one year anniversary of her father. Now I'm dealing with the current death of my father. And if you're not emotionally strong together, it's not just about sex because in moments like that, you ain't thinking about no sex. You, you, you're trying to fill the void. You, you, you're trying to fill a void and a hurt and a pain. And your spouse have to learn how to be supportive. Learn how to be supportive emotionally. That it's okay to cry, baby. You can cry on my shoulder. It, it's okay. Cuss, fuss. And you got to be mature enough to not take it personal. <laughs> you, you cannot take it personal. 
you, you have to learn a healthy relationship. You got to learn how to be open and honest with one another and express your heart in time because difficulty, difficulty is going to come and you're going to have tra- challenging times. Parents may get sick, may die. A situation may occur in your marriage. Whatever may happen in life, you must make sure that you cultivate emotional intimacy, that it builds you closer. It builds you closer because you do know the world is trying. The world do not want you to survive and make it. You got people around you who you think are cool. They don't want to see you and your you and your girl make it. They don't want to see you and your man make it. You have people out there who do not want to see you make it. So it's, it's, it's imperative that you cultivate emotional intimacy. That I, I can share my feelings and thoughts. And my and, and, and my spouse don't get mad. She ain't upset or he ain't mad at me. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. You got to get to a place where you're mature. There's no way I'm sleeping in another separate bedroom. This is my house. I don't care how mad, how angry I am at my wife. I do not sleep in another bed. We got another room. I don't sleep in, I sleep in my bed. Because a lot of times, a lot of times what we are angry and mad about and what we upset about, a lot of times when we look deep down within it, it's a little, (laughs) what's a little dab of is selfishness. It's a little dab of it. You can't really see it sometimes because it's hid with anger and madness. But a lot of times what's tucked away in that, it's a lot of it is selfishness and you want what you want. And in a relationship, there cannot be selfishness. There has to be selflessness, which means I compromise. Not all the time do I get what I want and not all the time do they going to get what they want. But we compromise (laughs) <laughs> I told y'all, man, I got a lot to share with this because I want you to build healthy relationships outside of the bedroom because you can tell me you love me but cuss me out when 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 we leave out of the bedroom. I mean, you tell me how good I am in the bed. You tell me that I'm your one and I'm your only and this and that, but you ain't got nothing to say to me. You, know, you, don't, you don't have nothing to say, say to me when we leave out the bedroom. And I even found myself doing this, y'all. And yeah, I'm putting you all in my business because I've gone through these things to help you. I found myself, I always, I'm, I found myself telling my wife all the things that were wrong, but I never told her the things that were good. So it was a discouragement to her because she didn't know what was good. So she felt like everything that she was doing was bad because I never expressed the good. I always talked about the bad. And then I wonder why my marriage was going the way it was going because I was controlling. (laughs) I was controlling it because I never expressed and communicated what was good. Good. Baby, you did good on that. Baby, this good. 
Girl, you know that's good. You know you look good today. Men, you can break or make a woman. And women, you can make or break a man. Let me give you this third one, y'all. I don't want to go over my time. You got to prioritize quality time. You got to prioritize quality time. And I think this is a big one. This is a big one. I want to help you in your relationship. You make time for what you want to make time for. And that same time and energy you you give what you want to do, you got to give that same time and energy in having quality time. And I say this, I say this, and if y'all don't know by now, I am a preacher. I do pastor a church, but that's neither here nor there. They ain't got nothing to do with this podcast. But I tell people in my church all the time, and I tell people I come in contact with, I think the number one reason why marriages start declining early and even later on in the relationship is because they quit dating. You cannot quit dating your spouse. The same way I was dating that individual that we were dating when we first got together, I still got to date them and I have to set aside time. I know life is busy. You got to work. You're trying to you're trying to build your business, your brand, and you're doing this and that. But you got to pause and stop and take time and make time to share in the date night. Weekend getaways. Now, you may not be able to go on the, the five to seven day cruises or get away for a whole week. But you got to take a, if it's an overnight stay, whatever, you got to take that time to develop your relationship, spend that quality time with each other. You have to spend time simply, and let me say this, not all the time do you got to go anywhere. Sometimes you can do things at home. Set the mood at the house. Turn your music on. Turn your music on. Light your candles. Hey, if you can afford it, bring you a chef in and cook. Or cook for your spouse. Cook for your man. Cook for your woman. But you got to spend that quality time. You got to do it. Because this is what what you don't understand. Brother or sister, what you won't do, another will. What what you, the time and the energy you won't give her or give him, and somebody is waiting to give it to him. Quality times, what does quality time do for us? Quality time reconnects us because a lot of times we become disconnected because of the world. And, and, and that's one of the things I strive to build in my relationship with my wife is that we stay connected because I got what I'm doing. I'm in school and doing what I'm trying to do. And she's in school and building her brand business. And sometimes we can be, if we're not careful, we will find ourselves pulling in the opposite directions because we're striving so hard to build. And sometimes we got to stop. And maybe one of us, and it may not be a date night. Sometimes you got to have lunch dates. So at 12 o'clock, hey, baby, let's go to lunch. You know, we got kids. Sometimes you got to wait till the babies go to bed to do what you need to do. I mean, you have to be innovative and find ways to keep that thing spicy, to keep it hot. 
You gotta keep if you got if you gonna you got to date her. If you bought her roses when y'all first started dating, you better go back and get you an account at the floors. <laughs> and 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 send her flowers. You gotta keep dating. You gotta have you gotta prioritize quality time. You gotta build memories because the way life goes and things are happening. And my wife and I had this conversation just last night. We don't know when we're going to leave this earth. We don't know when we're going to leave. So in the next phase of our lives, my wife is hitting the big 4-0. She's coming. She's going to be 40 this year. I ain't going to tell you my age. I'm younger than her. But I made a vow to her that the next However long, 40 more years, however, are going to be the best years of her life because I'm making sure that we build long-lasting memories and we stay connected emotionally. We stay connected that you know when something ain't right with your man. You know when something ain't right. You can hear it in their voice. Hey, what's wrong? Or sometimes when you get deeply connected with one another, it's not you ain't got to say nothing. You just feel it because you've been connected with one another. Now, I can go deep, deep, and I, I may go deep, a little deeper into this because the reason why you can't connect with who you're currently with is because you've been laying down with everybody else. Huh, yeah. And you hold it on, and every time you lay down with somebody else, Every time you lay down with somebody, you taking on their 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 them soul ties. And I may do another episode, an episode on that. That you gotta get rid of those things. That I couldn't tr- truly, and also this, let me say this. Oh man. Y'all, th- this gonna be a it's gonna be episode two, y'all. It's gonna be episode two. <laughs> I promise you, y'all, it's gonna be episode two. Because there's so much I want to share within this relationship piece because I couldn't truly love my wife the way she deserved because I was so stuck on the hurt and the pain that I had gone through. And that's a whole nother episode for another day. But I, I we're going to deal with that. We're going to deal with that. Let me give you this last one. I got two more, y'all. And... Um, you got to keep the romance alive. You got to do small gestures of affection, love notes, different things, kind of acting surprises. You got to you got to reunite the passion between you and your lover. You got to keep the romance alive. But you can't keep the romance alive if you don't know what she likes or what he likes. You can't do for your current spouse what you used to do for your previous spouse. They don't work. Those two different people. It's a whole nother episode, y'all. Oh, man. Let me give you this last one. And I want y'all to come back next week. We're going to finish this up part two. All right? We're going to finish this up part two. Last one is this. You got to continually invest in the relationship. You're you're getting frustrated because you hadn't made an investment and you're looking for a return. Keep investing. If it's worth it, keep investing in it. 
if it's worth it. And a lot of times, people, you're wasting your time investing in things that's not even worth your energy and time. You're investing based more so on the feeling what's happening in those four walls instead of investing in what's happening outside of the four walls. Y'all, come back to part two. My time is up, y'all. I got to go. I got to get out of here. Hey, if you haven't, <laughs> hit that subscribe button. Make sure you stay up on top of the next episodes we got coming up. And we're going to do a part two of this because there's so much I want to share with y'all as we grow on this growth journey. If you, I would love to hear from you. If you would email me at growthgemspodcast at gmail.com. That is growthgemspodcast at gmail.com. I would love for you to uh, just share with me how you're doing on your growth journeys. And any questions, comments you have, please hey, email me. Remember that growth is a journey and not a destination. Hey, I see y'all back on the next episode. Have a great day. Welcome to the Growth Gems Podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here with us today. I truly hope that you've enjoyed and learned something valuable from today's episode. Our goal is to provide you with the insights and inspiration you need to supercharge your growth journey, whether it's in your personal or professional life. As you know, growth is a never-ending adventure. It's a journey filled with ups and downs, triumphs and challenges, but it's those very challenges that help us grow and become better versions of ourselves. So no matter where you are in your growth journey, keep pushing forward, keep learning, and keep growing. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on future episodes. We have some amazing topics lined up that I know you won't want to miss. Also, follow us on social media, Facebook, Chris Briggs, Twitter at C.A. Briggs SR, Instagram at C.A. Briggs SR. Thank you for tuning in today, and I can't wait to see you again on our next episode of the Growth Gyms Podcast.